Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Cardinals GM Steve Kime. Kime time. With Burns and Gambo. Presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Welcome back. It is the Burns and Gambo show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader and the flagship home of the Arizona Cardinals who embarked to San Francisco later this weekend to finish up the 2022 season against the 49ers. And as we do every single Friday, we talk front office with the Arizona Cardinals. And joining us this week, the vice president of player personnel for the team, Quentin Harris, who joins us here on Burns and Gambo. Quentin, welcome back to the show. Happy New Year, and thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, guys. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, did you guys get your black eyed teas? <laughs> that must be an East Coast thing. <laughs> that is an East Coast thing. I've, I've a, I'm a desert rat. I got no black eyed peas. Yeah, no. Okay, so okay. Is, is, is that an East Coast thing? Yes. So uh, my mom's big in that. Uh, every New Year's having the black eyed peas. Uh, I guess it's a sign of good luck. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I, Interesting. I had not. I, yeah. I, 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 being an Arizona no, guy, born and raised, I had not heard of that, be, Quentin. So be, I'll yeah. put that one in the in the old uh, Rolodex. In Italian, yeah, we yeah. have like the seven fishes for you know new for uh, like Christmas Eve. You have all the fishes for Christmas Eve, and uh, us Italians, we like anything that crawls on the bottom of the ocean. So we'll eat it. That's what I grew up on Italian food. So you know, I'm a pizza guy, big time pizza guy. Yeah, well, then you, I'm sure you've had plenty of pizza in New York. But, yeah, but with the, with the fish, if it, if it crawls on the bottom of the ocean, we grab it and we eat it. <laughs> I'm we, with we, you on that one. Yeah, if it swims, we still like it. But we like the stuff that crawls on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> uh, well, thanks again for joining us. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask you the question everybody's waiting to see, to, to, to know. Have you? What has Michael Bidwell told you about a time frame for a decision to be made on the coaching staff? Yeah, I, I wasn't given any information on that. And, and really the focus, you know, just like when we talked a few weeks ago, the focus is really just finishing the season and then regrouping. I'm sure uh, Michael will have a time frame given, you know, given to us then. But uh, right now the focus is just really finishing the season strong. Do you expect to have an opinion or a say in the future of the coaching staff come Monday? Uh, I don't know that. Um, I, you know, of course I want to be here, but again, uh, my situation, uh, everyone's situation, there's an unknown, but uh, yeah, I would, I'd love to be a part of that. But right now, um, I, I'm not sure, you know, what direction, uh, this is going to go in. Based on your time here and what you've seen, would you recommend staying the course with the current coaching staff or making a change? I think that's something, you know, when we sit and talk with Michael, when that conversation happens, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of, you know, tell him our point of view and see his point of view and then, you know, come to a, uh, a consensus. But hopefully, first of all, hopefully I'm a part of that, uh, that process. Well, well give, me, give me a little hint. What, what is your point of view so far on this season? Really, just right now, just seeing guys finish strong because I think that's going to go a long way. And so far, you know, we haven't got the, the wins that we're looking for, but we're seeing guys uh, compete. We're seeing guys practice hard. So really, uh, really just finishing strong is, is the point of emphasis that I'm looking for. For a lot of fans, too, there's also a point of emphasis on the draft and ultimately where you guys end up with draft positioning as being somebody who's a part of that front office and who's obviously a part of that process one way or another. How much is that a factor in how you sort of evaluate what's going to happen this weekend with all the games, not just yours, but the ones all around you? 
Yeah, a lot of that stuff's out of our control in terms of uh, draft position. I think we're sitting at number four right now. Uh, but for me, again, uh, I'm not too concerned about the rest of the league. I just want to see the guys that uh, we can stamp as guys we want to move forward with in terms of how we're finishing uh, a, a very tough season. So let's talk about a couple of those guys, and I'm curious going into the offseason, again, not knowing exactly how this is all going to shake out, but the, the prioritization of guys like Byron Murphy or Zach Allen, where, where do you guys put that on kind of your pecking list when it comes to what you want to get done this offseason? Yeah, I, I think really if you go back and, and look at our season in general, um, one thing that you know is going to be a point of emphasis, it, it, it's not a secret, is we want to get stronger up front um, from the offensive and defensive line standpoint. Now, in terms of who those guys are, of course, you know we like the Zachs and, and the Byrons of the world, and you know we'll see where that goes. That's a discussion for a later time, uh, but at the same time, uh, that's going to be a point of emphasis to improve both sides. Uh, I can't give you a clear answer who those players are and who those targets are because, again, uh, I'm in a situation where, you know, I haven't had that conversation with Michael, and ho- hopefully I'm able to have that conversation with Michael, but uh, that timeline just hasn't been set. Yeah, let's assume that, that you're part of the process. When you look at this team, a lot of us say older team, you had a lot of injuries, got to rebuild the line. This is going to be a little bit of a rebuild. With that being said, you're going to be in a really good draft position to make a blockbuster trade for a team that wants to come up and and look at a quarterback. Do you anticipate that that'll be something that you would look at heavily, maybe trading to acquire multiple picks so you can rebuild quicker? Yeah, I think when when we look at the the, the big picture, uh, I I believe everything is on the table. Uh, we're not in. We don't have the the luxury to kind of um, only look at a certain amount of things. I think. Uh, we're going to look at everything. We're going to uh, look under every stone. We're going to look at every option that's available to us because that's the right thing to do organizationally. So I think uh, to answer your question, yes, we are going to look at everything. Everything is on the table. What indication – We I want to ask you about J.J. Watt, and I will, because obviously it's a big weekend for him, or both you know, personally and for the organization with him going to his last week. Have you gotten any indication – what the future of your offensive line might look like with some of the guys who could retire, had previously thought about retiring, because that obviously, you mentioned it a second ago, is going to need to be a point of emphasis in the offseason with so many of those guys, either free agents or, or possibly contemplating retirement. Yeah, so uh, I think we'll have a better feel next week once we get with the coaching staff, once we talk uh, with some of the players that are exiting. Uh, but right now, I, I couldn't give an answer without having those, having that discussion with the players, the coaches, Michael, all those people. So, uh, sorry, I can't give you an answer on that, a firm answer, but uh, hopefully we have a, a better idea next week of kind of the direction uh, some of these guys are going in. How, how challenging has it been with how uncertain everything is in – conducting the day-to-day business of running a football organization with kind of everything from 30,000 feet that's going on right now with the organization? Yeah, I would say this. Uh, you know, myself and Adrian, we were fortunate because uh, we were able to do a lot of these things uh, before, you know, it was it was made formal, I guess I would say. So, it's yes, it's been challenging, um, but again, it hasn't been an overwhelming situation. Um, you know, the communication has been there, and that, that's been the most important thing. So um, it's been difficult, but again, we're, we're adaptable. Uh, we can handle it, and I think we've done a nice job thus far. 
You, you've worked uh, you know, under Steve Kime for, for several years now. Have you had any discussions with him recently? I have not. Uh, I have not talked to Steve. And, you know, uh, and again, to everyone out there, I, I get a lot of, you know, how is he doing and all these things. And we appreciate, uh, you know, the, the concern and the well wishes. But, you know, at this time, we're still going to keep his matter private. Uh, sorry, let's let's talk about the quarterback situation. I know that you know Kyler's was rehabbing today in Dallas. You're trying to get the quads to fire and not lose such you know a lot of mass in his leg. And you mm-hmm. look at the situation; it's very likely that he's going to miss time. It's very likely that he's not going to be ready to start the season. With that being said, you get an opportunity here to evaluate even David Blau. But would, would, do you think that this organization, if Kyler misses significant time, would need to go out and get another quarterback to be the starter, or do you think internally you have? guys that could do that for the time being until Kyler's ready? Well, obviously, uh, we've seen Colt. Uh, we've liked what, what Colt has done thus far. And uh, watching David uh, Blau, who, who's been phenomenal, a guy who we got recently in a short amount of time, the way he's picked up the offense, the way he's executed, uh, we've been super excited about him. Uh, Trace McSorley is another guy that we've been excited about. But again, this is, this is the National Football League. And again, uh, we're, we're taking the stance and the approach that uh, we're going to look at every option. So uh, to me, the, the stamp, you know, who's going to be here, who's going to be the guy, can't do that. Again, we're going to look at everything and check every single option available to us. Leave us with this uh, in the position that you're in with J.J. Watt going into his final game. Tell me what kind of emotions are going through your mind as you get ready to see him take that field for the last time in what is obviously a first ballot Hall of Fame type career. It's funny because many, many years ago, I was asked who was my favorite player. Um, And this is when I was in personnel, and I was like J.J. Watt, you know, watching him from afar. And and I think when they were on Hard Knocks kind of did it for me as well, just watching how he works, the passion. He's the same guy every day. He's the same worker every day. There's no up and down with him. And just the way he played the game, the way he respected the game, uh, he, he was he is still my favorite player uh, in, in what he brought to us organizationally from teaching the young guys to instilling some confidence and, and just being the leader. Uh, it, you know, guys will, will leave this game, um, you know, uh, limping out, and he's not doing that. He's leaving with 10 sacks. He's leaving at the top of the game. Uh, I felt like he was snubbed for the Pro Bowl, but at the end of the day, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's a bit emotional for me, you know, seeing one of your favorite players and uh, being around him as long, you know, the last few years with him, uh, yeah, it, it, it's going to stink. But I'm I'm super happy for him. I'm super excited for him. Don't know what he's doing in the future, uh, but he's a guy that you know I was proud to to be around. Quentin, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. Uh, good luck to the organization this weekend. Okay. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks, Quentin. Thanks, Quentin.